You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast. Please enjoy today's show, hosted by Pastor Dan Stahlbaum. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. This is a Morning Breath on this beautiful Thursday, March 18th. We're so glad you've taken time out of your busy day to get into the Word of God. It's always rewarding to read the scripture. It's always rewarding to spend time with the Lord. That's what we do. We spend a little time with Jesus, read a chapter of the Bible at home, and then we come down here to the studio at the Merritt Island campus of East Coast Christian Center. We read the chapter on the air, and then we talk about wherever God leads us in the chapter. Today, I have the firebrand, Pastor David (laughs) Gammon with me. How are you doing, Pastor David? I'm doing great. I'm yeah, doing great. Yeah. Super excited. Super excited for the chapter, everything we got going on here at the church. Just come man, on. it's exciting times. Yeah, man. I tell you what, we uh we uh we want you guys to get plugged in to Morning Breath. Yep. And the best way to do it is go to our website and um you can go that's eccc.us and you'll be able to uh, see the morning breath. Uh, icon there. If you just scroll down on on the page, you'll see. Actually, Pastor Dan is. You'll see a picture, of Pastor oh, Dan. Oh yes, class. gorgeous <laughs> man exactly. that I am. And uh, it'll be able to take care of all your questions, chapters we got into, chapters we're going to go into, and and everything like that. But yep. go ahead, go ahead. No, I said uh, yep, yep. Oh, okay. I'm in agreement. But the best way to get anything East Coast Christian Center related, including morning breath, the weekend services, events, groups is our app. app. Download our app. It will help you every bit of your step as we go into this and we, and we do this. So it it's just a great resource for you. Also, I encourage you, follow us on social media. We, we're very intentional about lifting up the name of Jesus on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and and just encouraging you throughout the week. So Nippers. got all that good stuff going on. I forgot the phone. What three phone? two one oh, four, five, four five two one zero six zero. If none of that works, to yeah, get call. a hold of us and we'll, we'll, we'll help you out. Yeah, and we'll email you a, yeah. a guide or actually yep. mail you one. Um, any way it takes, we'll get it to you because we want you to have the tools you need to get into the chapter each and every day. And that's the best. The best would be for you to read it, spend some time with you and Jesus on your own, and then tune in and listen to the program and see what's going on uh, in the chapter. Come it's on. fun to kind of, you know, I read it, Pastor David read it, and then maybe when I say uh, in just a moment, you know, what stood out to you in the chapter, and he says a verse that stood out to me too, that's fun. That is you fun. know, it's just fun. It's a fun thing when you when you hear and see things that go together. I, I know that when I've looked at something and then when I get to church and uh, Pastor Matt's talking about it, it's like, ooh, cool, right. God's trying to... God's trying to get something across to me. Those those times that the words word is doubled and tripled in our lives, it's it's fun. It's a it's a good confirmation of what's going on. Anyway, what anything else we need to do? There's not a lot of uh, lot. announcements going on. We had an incredible uh, week. Uh, had uh, Pastor Rick Bazette in. We did a, a serve day on Saturday. Uh, we did a uh, concert of worship. We had a really big last week. Last week we was really big. And so I guess this is our <sighs> right? week to, to exhale and, and catch our breath a little bit. And that's what ministry's like. That's what life's like. It really is. Life has, you know, uh, there's just a pace to it. That sometimes you really got to go. Mm. And other times you get to take a breath and kind of catch up and not feel so uh, so 
overwhelmed or overworked or over whatever you want to call it. And you have to take advantage of those times. We'll actually do that. We, as a family, this oh, yeah. week said, yeah. because we ran so hard last week, Absolutely. we said, nobody over for dinner. We're not going anywhere for dinner. We're just yep. n- nothing. Yep. Like, we're just breathing. You got to take those times to breathe. And that includes your the Word of God. Sometimes you're putting out, you're putting out, you're putting out, you're putting out. If you don't put back in, you know, and that can be anything. That can be food. That can be water. That can be the scriptures. you got to take that time to put that back in. So take advantage of those times when there's a little bit more of a break. Come on. Yeah, come on. 28. 28. I'm going to read New King James. How about you? NLT. Oh, no. NLT. It's just... What's that stand for? (laughs) Uh, New Living Translation. Yes, New Living Translation. Yeah, NIV is a funny one. I'm not sure NLT does. Nearly uh, inspired version. Yes, NIV. NIV. No, it's the New International Version is what it is. All right. You want me to get you started? Where are we going to break? I think let's just do 14. Solomon really goes. Goes hog wild. Yeah, well, we can split it right at 14. I'll read through 14. You read 15 through uh, 20, 28. 20, Perfect. Yeah, whatever it is. Well, Pastor Dan, I say <laughs> to you, read, sir. The wicked flee when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion. Because of the transgression of a land, many are its princes. But by a man of understanding and knowledge, right will be prolonged. A poor man who presses the poor is like a driving rain which leaves no food. Those who forsake the law praise the wicked, but such as keep the law contend with them. Evil men do not understand justice, but those who seek the Lord understand all. Better is a poor who walks in his integrity than one perverse in his ways, though he is rich. Whoever keeps the law is a discerning son, but a companion of gluttons shames his father's father. One who increases his possessions by usury and extortion gathers it for him who will pity the poor. One who turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer is an abomination. Mm. Whoever causes the upright to go astray in an evil way, he himself will fall into his own pit, but the blameless will inherit good. The rich man is wise in his own eyes, but the poor who has understanding searches him out. When the righteous rejoice, there is great glory. But when the wicked arise, men hide themselves. He who covers his sins will not prosper. But whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Happy is a man who is always reverent. But he who hardens his heart will fall into calamity. A wicked ruler is is as dangerous to the poor as a roaring lion or an attacking bear. A ruler with no understanding will oppress his people, but one who hates corruption will have a long life. A murderer's tormented conscience will drive him into the grave. Don't protect him. The blameless will be rescued from harm, but the crooked will be suddenly destroyed. A hard worker has plenty of food, but a person who chases fantasies ends up in poverty. The trustworthy person will get a rich reward, but a person who wants a quick riches will get into trouble. Showing partiality is never good, yet some will do wrong for a mere piece of bread. Greedy people will try to get rich quick, but don't realize that they're headed for poverty. In the end, people appreciate honest criticism, far more than flattery. 
Anyone who steals from his father and mother and says, what's wrong with that is no better than a murderer. Wow. That, that's my additive. <laughs> Greed causes fighting. Trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. Those who trust their own insights are foolish, but anyone who walks in wisdom is safe. Whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing, but those who close their eyes to poverty will be cursed. When the wicked take charge, people go into hiding. When the wicked, when the wicked meet disaster, the godly flourish. That's my end. Ah, uh, uh, man. man. Yeah, there were mm. notably translational differences. Notable. Yeah, on that. I, yeah. Um, what was I going to have you? Um, read uh, verse 25 again. Okay, yeah, yeah. 25. Greed causes fighting. Trusting the Lord lead, leads to prosperity. Mm. So mine says, he who is of a proud heart stirs up strife. Doesn't have anything about greed in it. But the next line says, but he who trusts in the Lord will be prospered. So if we looked up those words, we might find some things about pride, heart, meaning greedy, because greed and the, and the trust in the Lord will be prospered. Those two go together pretty well. Um, so I, it just hit me as, wow, that's mm -hmm. different. But uh, he who is of a proud heart stirs up strife. Yours says he who is of... Uh, greed, ca greed causes fighting is what it Greed says. causes fighting Boy, you know, I just mentioned that for a moment I've had a little experience in this Though uh, we have never fought it um, When someone uh, passes on in a family And uh, the family is uh, The family's kind of prone to fight about the money Totally. Um, people who've gotten along really, really well in life struggle when it comes to, you know, finances at the end of life. I, I know for a fact a um, couple of times where we saw family members say, you know, I got to have this and I got to have that. And Carol and I just said, okay. Yes. That's, we've had similar situations with our family where they've come in, where someone's passed away and, and when things getting divided up, we have to really kind of get to the table and it can be tense. It can be very tense and there's emotions involved yep. and, and there's legacy involved. Yep. And what's, what hurts is when that person that has the, like it says here, kind of perceived greed yep. involved, yep. It, it can be definitely brutal. Yeah, and it, and it, if you let it, it can hurt you. You shouldn't, because um, if you let something go like that and don't fight about it, there are so many. Like the next line, and mine says, "But he who trusts in the Lord will be prospered." Mm. And so, if you don't fight for it, you you give it willingly and joyfully. Give up your, you know, what someone is fighting for, and I say, "No, you take that." Mm -hmm. Yeah, you no no problem. You can have that. Um, the truth is, you're going to end up better off in the long run than someone who is grabbing. You can you can grab grab all you want, but the world has a way of ripping all that stuff out of your hands without the blessing of God on your life. And so you're better off trusting God uh, for your prosperity than you are trusting in an inheritance Come or. On you know, fussing over some silly item that uh, someone had that you wanted in any given situation. I know that when my 
uh, grandfather uh, died, he wanted me to have all his guns. And um, the wild part, and this was no fault of anyone's, uh, in England they had gun control stuff happen, and they had to turn in all their guns to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. And so the heirloom of my grandfather's guns mm-hmm. from England, whom I never met my grandfather, um, he uh, because he lived in England and he died, you know, fairly early on uh, in my mom's life. I can remember my mom going back to England for his funeral, and I was little, like maybe four or five years old. I remember putting her on the Queen Mary. That now we're going back some ways uh, to to sail back to England to be, go to her dad's funeral. And the thing that he had requested would be that I would get his guns. I was like the only male grandchild. And, uh, yep, that, that's all gone because of some law change like that. But, you know, you know me. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't lack for any guns right, right that, now. That is God's true. blessed me in mm-hmm. incredible ways. And I, I had somebody give me two very valuable, very old guns who just said, I know you love guns and we really don't have anything, any use for them here. You take them. And I was like, really? And I mean, it, just an incredible gift from somebody. So, you know, I know some people don't like guns, but that's okay. Yeah, I don't like purses, so we're even. <laughs> Amen. Um, you know, that's the way that goes. But uh, God takes care of you. God takes care of you. When you trust him, God takes care of you. And that's the incredible part about the Lord. That's so good. And that's so true. It really is. He, and, and just like I'm writing questions now that just kind of like pop up in my spirit right now. And not even for the program, just for kind of for me today. And one of the questions that popped up was, what can I control? Like, let's be real here. Like, what can I act? What do I actually really have control over? Mm. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot it's a very, less. It's a very short list. <laughs> I, feel I hate to tell you in this, but my head, you the know? list is very, very short. And then it's weird because I went from a what question to a who question. And I went, who validates me? You know, and then when I when I asked that in my heart, it was more like, why? why I I want God to validate me. Oh, I want I want first and foremost that my actions are to, to put a smile on my father's face. Come on. And when I go through this chapter and, and I read this, I always read through kind of two filters. One of them, the question that we we often ask each other on here is, well, what stood out to you? And then the other filter I kind of go through is, I better unpack that for somebody. And I lost it now because I looked over at, oh, here it is, um, verse 9 in the chapter. And for me, this was really maybe more than what stood out to me because I'd go down a rabbit trail of grinding my axe on people. But um, what I, I think what I want to speak to You cannot is, sharpen your axe on people. You have to use a, grind, <laughs> yeah, a grinding yeah, stone, David. Yeah, it says, God detests the prayers of a person who ignores the law. Who ignores the law. Now, we have to remember that the Word became flesh. So Jesus Christ, the Word became flesh, okay? So all of this, on a level, in a way, will lead us back to Jesus. So God detests the prayers of a person who ignores the law. This is something that challenged me. I'd probably go and look up this word ignore, but to ignore the law, you must know the law. All right. So I don't think Solomon is saying here to someone who has never heard the gospel, living wild. We actually can point in Corinthians where Paul says, whoa, 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 guys, why are you judging unbelievers? They don't know Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's us believers that know him that we need to be holding each other accountable. And it's really that, that I want to encourage you today. If you are living outside of what God has for the best for your life, um, 
let's let's use this as our 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 light gauge, like our fuel gauge on our dashboard that's saying there's a yellow light popping on saying, hey, listen, um, just like he says, hey, husbands, if you're being cruel to your wife, uh, me, your prayer life might be hindered with me. And God's saying, hey, I want to talk to you, but if you think that you're just going to act however you want and then I need to show up and be the best God me for you possible, there might be some connecting wires not connecting there um, in your faith walk. So I just kind of want to put that out there for you. This is for those who know Jesus, who know who God is. We cannot, grace is not a card, just live however we want. I couldn't I couldn't agree more. You know, it it is a convicting the one thing we don't want this to do is this isn't this isn't saying the one who who doesn't perfectly follow the word, even his prayer is an abomination. That's not what that's saying. Come on. It says one who turns away his ear from hearing the law. You know, when there's a direct uh you know scripture or a scriptural principle that you are you are refusing you are turning your back on uh, the bible talks about hardening of the heart oh come on it is a it isn't something that happens once oh you didn't do what you were supposed to do one time uh you didn't you know follow what scripture says one time or two times this is when you have a hab- habitually refuse to say yes to God in an area of your life, what begins to happen there is you begin to harden your heart. Sometimes the scripture terms it as uh, having a stiff neck. Come on. And when Jesus came to planet earth and, and walked this earth as a man, he, a lot of the Jewish community that was on the earth, I'm not picking on Jews at all. Uh, it could have been if Jesus came back tomorrow, a lot of the Christian community, I could use the same sort of analogy for the Christian community, is so uh, far away or so, you know, centered on, you know, what they want instead of what God says Come on. that they've hardened their hearts and their necks have become stiff and it was just like all those people who prayed and prayed and prayed, but yet they screamed, crucify him. Mm-hmm. How did they get to the place where they didn't recognize the Messiah that God gave? They constantly turned away from hearing the law, mm-hmm. hearing the word. Now, within that, we saw people. We saw Nicodemus come at night and say, what's, what's going on here? Who are you? You know, he wanted to know. We saw the disciples follow him. We saw the poor flock to him, but the religious leaders who were, uh, as Jesus called them, whitewashed tombs, Mm -hmm. where on the outside they looked good, but on the inside they weren't following the word. They weren't doing, they weren't, they would take their money and say, oh, I've dedicated this to the temple, mom and dad. No, I can't help you, you know, eat, eat bread. You know, eat, you know, have something that you don't get enough to eat today. All of those things, they began to use the scripture, even twist it so that they could keep their money and not give it to their family who needed it. This is talking about uh, a habitual turning away, not like one time you missed it. Yeah, absolutely. Because we, one time we missed it, I did that yesterday. (laughs) You know, one (laughs) time we missed it, we all, that happens to all of us all the time. 
for all of sin and come short of the glory of God. But where's your heart? Do you want to follow God? And are you leaning in? Then this wouldn't apply to you. But if you're just doing your own thing and you expect God to hear your prayers, uh, you might that might be a reason why some of them aren't being answered. And I'm, I'm going to say this, and I hate to personify God in a way that maybe shouldn't be. Your prayers are kind of probably annoying. And I'm just going to say it from being a dad, all right? Because when my son comes to me and he keeps asking for stuff that I'm absolutely not going to do for him. Are we there yet? Like, are we there yet? Are we there yet? Dad, I want to make, make a giant potato gun and point it at the neighbor's window. I, I'm not going to say yes to that. You know what I mean? That wouldn't Why annoy not? Me. What kind of dad are you? <laughs> that would actually annoy me. But yeah. when you're asking for stuff outside his will and even that's outside the best for you. But here's another one. A hard worker has plenty of food, but a person who chases fantasies ends up in poverty. And once again, Solomon is really helping us with our thought life, with our heart life, because it becomes our reality. As a man thinks in a heart, so is he. And he's saying, hey, listen, what you put your hand to is going to bring you food. What you fantasize on, not so prosperous, all right? I, I met a guy one time that would go on and on about being a writer but never put out a book. And I love that I'm sitting across the table from a man that's put out at least two books. And it's like, <laughs> and it's like this guy was always writing something but never producing anything. Yeah, and it's like yeah. you need to look at your life and say, okay, what's the fantasies that could be killing you? One could be either you need to actually engage that calling and take it from the dream world to an actual goal and destination. But another thing is this, is when sin gets laced into this. Ooh. If you think that other woman is better than your wife, all right, because your wife is X, Y, and Z problems, you have a spiritual brokenness problem in you right now. You need to get away from that fantasy. Absolutely. If you think that you're better at your job than everybody else and everybody else is dumb and you're a genius, you might have bitten into an arrogant fantasy. And this will lead you to poverty because it will distract you from what God is actually doing in your life. Blessed are the pure heart, for they shall see God. And you're going to miss God in the environments on which you're at. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons and daughters of God. Fantasies will never get you that pure heart, that peacemaker, because you're distracted on this fictional world that you're living in. And it can be sin What verse is that? This, for me, is 19. 19, okay. He who tills his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows frivolity will have poverty enough. Um, another way you could take that, since yours says fantasy, mine says frivolity. In other words, if all you want to do is play. Come on. If all your time is like, oh, I got to play, I got to play. Here's the way I think normal people look at uh, their life is you work hard and then you can play hard. Now, that might be play hard with your kids. That might be play hard with your wife. That doesn't mean you ignore your family. Right. Oh, I went to work. Now I do whatever I want. But what I am saying is... I always, this is the kind of the rule of thumb in my life is I do the hard things first. You know, even even if it's something as simple as I'm going to mulch my yard. So the mulch shows up. Do I start putting it in the, wow, we're out of time. We'll, this has gone fast today. I hey, we'll be fast. back in a little bit and we'll talk about how to do it. Amen. You are listening to the Morning Breath Podcast from East Coast Christian Center. We will be back shortly after we thank our sponsors. At East Coast Christian Center, we are building a life-giving church that lasts. 
We are one church in many locations with campuses in Merritt Island, Vieira, Coco, and an online campus that you can attend from anywhere. Here at East Coast, we value each generation and work hard to ensure that no matter what age or stage of life you're in, there's a place for you in our family. You weren't meant to do life alone, so come and find your church home with us. You can plan your visit or get more information online at eccc.us. Need a fence professionally done the first time? Hercules and Atlas Fence, owned and operated by Mike Green, has been certified since 1960. No job is too big or too small. Hercules and Atlas Fence, 321-258-9853. Find them online at ineedafence.com. The New Thing Youth Church is a generation of students destined to change the world through God's power and love. If you're between 7th and 12th grade, join us every week for fun, relationships, and the Word of God. The New Thing Youth Church meets at the Parkway Worship Center every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. and Sunday night at Vieira High School at 6 p.m. Check out our TNT Youth Church app for more details. For over 30 years, Cabron Air Conditioning has proudly served the Space Coast area. Honest, professional, and reliable. Whether it's repairs, maintenance, or it's time to upgrade your old system, Cabron Air will take care of it. Their phone number is 321-784-0127. That's 321-784-0127. Or find them online at cabron.com. Customer satisfaction is their top priority. The world desperately needs strong, faithful, and equipped believers ready for battle right now. ECCU provides high-quality instruction at a fraction of the cost of other Christian universities. At ECCU, you will learn who you are, whose you are, and know how to practically exercise the tools God gave you. We offer associates, bachelors, masters, and doctoral programs in theology and Christian ministry. Our number is 321-452-1060. That's 321-452-1060. Extension 102. Find more information at eccuequipped.com. At East Coast Christian Academy, our mission is to create a space where children will thrive, and we believe they grow best in a safe, clean, Christ-centered environment. We're passionate about showing the love of Jesus to children in our community and helping them become everything God has called them to be. At East Coast Christian Academy, we are all about family. We work hard to foster a culture and environment of positive attitudes and teamwork. And we provide flexible schedule options for team members who have their own busy family lives. Do you have experience in early childhood educational environments in the heart for the next generation? If so, we have room on the team for you. Find out more about joining our academy team online at eccc.us slash academy or call us at 321 453 Kids. That's 321-453-5437. Welcome back to the Morning Breath Podcast. Lean in as the pastors finish the show with their final thoughts. Hey guys, getting back to that again about, you know, hard things first. If I was mulching my yard, I wouldn't start mulching the beds closest to the pile of mulch. I would mulch as far away as I had to get the mulch in my yard. Why? Because I'm fresh. It's early. I've got all this energy still. I haven't worked hard all day. So I take it the furthest. So at the end of the day, when I'm the tiredest, 
I then am putting mulch closest to where the pile is. It's easier at the end of the day. And that's kind of how you do your life when it comes to recreation or doing something that's fun is you get your work done first and then you don't play video games all day and then run out and try to mow the grass. If you'll get the hard stuff done first, then you'll feel satisfied. There's a, there's a sense of accomplishment. And then you can go out and have fun and really have fun because you don't have this thing hanging over you while you're trying to have fun that you should have been doing this. That's just old man advice there for you. That's great advice. That seems to be what Solomon says to, for 31 chapters. 31 you know? chapters. And the other thing is if you're always looking for a fantasy, and, and as Pastor David said, I've, I had a good friend that that's all he did was fantasize what he could do, and he never really got anything done. Come on. And his family ended up really suffering. Mm. Man, focus in on something you can do and be good at it. Amen. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Morning Breath podcast. If you did, we would love for you to give it a thumbs up and share it with a friend. To follow along with our daily chapter list and for quick access to East Coast podcasts, events, and more, download the East Coast app. It's the best way to stay connected with everything East Coast. We would also love for you to join our online community. Just search for East Coast Christian Center on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks again for listening to the Morning Breath podcast.